everybody. Welcome back to the Backwoods Band Room, a podcast about teaching, a podcast about teaching music, and a podcast about teaching music in a small and rural school. We're out here. We like to hunt things. Yeah, it's uh, true. And also a wonderful perk of teaching in Western Pennsylvania is you get two extra days added to your Thanksgiving vacation to account for the first two days of buck. So got to get that jerky. And speaking of hunting, items discussed in today's episode are from an article I wrote back in 2018. The article was developed from the idea that educators should commit to staying current, relevant, and authentic for their students as well as themselves. These concepts may have been considered a novelty at the time, but the current landscape of our profession has cast this discussion in a much different light, one that we're all dealing with whether we want to or not right now. Last episode, we focused on currency in part one, so you can backpedal to that anytime, and today is part two, and we're going to address relevance. And while currency is about navigating through the now in the most productive and positive way possible, relevancy is all about making direct connections with our students through music. So allow me to state my case. So when I was student teaching, I uh, did my placement at a small rural school in northwestern Pennsylvania, just above Cook Forest State Park. And TJ, I'll call him, is the worst student I've encountered thus far in my placement. He was loud and distracted and distracting and uncooperative, aggressive. I mean, this kid made me question many of my life choices at that point. I'm sure you know the kid. One morning, TJ ran to me and said, Mr. Jones, I shot a cougar. Uh, what? He said, I shot a cougar this morning. And after I paused in shock and confusion, I replied with my first rational and appropriate thought, which was, TJ, are you even allowed to shoot cougars? I barely finished the question when he spat back. When he's caught in the trap in your backyard, you are. Wow. I mean... I've been trying to captivate this kid with bucket drumming in my glass. And he's killed something before 8 a.m. What chance do I have? Right? True story, by the way. So studies show that students experience what they call chosen boredom at school. Students would rather be bored mindlessly scrolling through their phones by choice as opposed to going through the motions and engaging in discussion and activity at school. In TJ's case, he didn't connect with the concept that was the focus of class and chose to act out on a regular basis instead. Teaching and the concepts being covered must be relevant and meaningful for students. So, how do we make music matter to our students? So with our classes and ensembles, this doesn't mean that we should abandon quality literature, and it also doesn't mean that we should ostracize pop music. It does mean that we should do everything in our power to enlighten our students as to why they are studying the literature and or concepts we're asking them to master, right? And why they should care about it. I mean, how many times have we found ourselves in our own students' place asking things at professional development conferences or in services saying things like, I'm happy to work on this or I'm happy to learn it, but I just wish I knew the end game. What does the finish line look like? What's the point of doing this? So we got to make sure we're explaining the why of our decisions and directions to our students. 
I mean, it's also smart to read the room and make connections. Uh, for an example, I have some students right now that really like 90s you know, Metallica music, and maybe that has something to do with Stranger Things or um, just the way they were brought up. But um, So the last fall, we played a Metallica medley with the high school concert band alongside of a Aaron Copeland piece and talked about how both of them you know, reflect American music. And you can also throw in, you know, a jazz discussion along with a jazz piece and talk about this is all examples of American, American music and talk about how, you know, one reflects and impacts and inspires the other and could be a really great, um, conversation to supplement the material, which you're learning. Right. Um, another spring concert example was, uh, we did, uh, fanfare and fireworks uh with my middle school band and we simulated real fireworks on stage with paper bags and confetti cannons right trying to draw them in and give them more relevance to the piece instead of just talking about fireworks and what that sounds like you know us trying to create that on stage um created an opportunity for those kids to have more ownership and uh and have a real world connection with a piece other than just you know, talking about it. I think this concept of making your class and content relevant to the students also applies to their parents and community as well. I mean, my own parents have attended concerts that I've conducted and performed at, and they've reacted with like, the pieces sound great. The band sounds great. I'm just not sure why it was important. I listened to them and maybe they've actually come out and said it, or maybe you could just see it on their faces that like, they they just didn't get that connection. So whether it be a concert or a school board presentation or a parent-teacher conference, use every circumstance as an opportunity to educate others, including colleagues and administration and parents. And as for TJ, once I directed our classroom songs and activity to more wildlife themes, he was a changed man in my classroom. Yes, he was still a killer, but a reform killer who loved to lead to class in the song Black Bear is Sleeping. Our students need teaching that's relevant and meaningful, and this teaching provides a solid foundation on which future successes are going to be built on. So with that, I rest my case. Hey, before we come in from the hunt, let's recap. first step in this three-part series, we talked about currency and that we are the pace cars for excitement and passion for personal growth in our classrooms. It's got to start with us before we can expect it from our students. And then today, it's important that we frame everything in the correct lens for our students and help them make the meaningful connections that we hope to foster in our classrooms. Part three is coming up next time. So in the meantime, please tell your friends and colleagues to stay relevant and current. And from my silo to yours, happy music making.